0: Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Stein is our national and presidential expert and noted Jeff, author. Jeff, you can find his books Jeff. over at Next Chapter Books. TotallyIowa.com, the Iowa Business Report, the Iowa Politics Report comes to us via KXEL in Cedar Falls, Waterloo, where Jeff has uh, been very busy the last 24 hours covering it on national shows. You gave a speech. It was uh, the Iowa. The, the, who, who, who did you speak with last night in Des
1: Moines? Uh, this was good afternoon, by the way. This afternoon. was the uh, Iowa Ag Leaders Dinner. Yesterday was National Ag Day, the 50th anniversary across the country. And so the secretary of agriculture invited me to be the keynote speaker. And so I regaled some 450 people with stories from the Iowa Almanac, the syndicated radio program that I do in addition to the other things that you noted. So we had a very nice time and some good homegrown Iowa food there on the table in Ankeny.
0: Well, it was, it, was it the U.S. Secretary of Ag or was it the Iowa Secretary of Ag?
1: Well, in Iowa, we think the Secretary of Ag here is actually more important than. Well, no, I'm kidding. No, it was the it was the Iowa dinner, but wow. uh, Ambassador Branstead was there wow. and uh, a whole host of other folks. Well, there, there you, you go. go.
0: Did you get booed off stage?
1: <laughs> the benefit is that they they had a social hour yeah. where they served Iowa-made products and some of those were alcoholic and so by putting me near the end people were, were either comatose from alcohol or food you know the chocolate cake that was the size of your head so it was fine i mean they didn't pay any attention i just finished i left no one knew
0: you it got you got a little lit and then started sharing the stories of, and then mcneil took the corn on the cob and well <laughs>
1: Matt said, watch what I can do with this. I've got your biofuel right here.
0: <laughs> oh, the, hey, if we could only get on that, that, that. That's got a high octane quality, my friend. Uh, oh. Can I ask oh, you a question? No. Did anyone? Feel free. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's whatever this is. All right. Yes. So um, did anybody else but Trump say an indictment was coming down this week?
1: Oh, no. No, 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 no. And and this is where we had heard for, for some time that there was this grand jury that had revisited the uh, Stephanie Clifford st- slash Stormy Daniels uh, payment situation. But no one knew the timetable. No one really even knew the topic. And so Trump gets out on Saturday morning and totally hijacks the news cycle. I don't know, was his... Uh, March Madness bracket busted, so he figured he needed to do something else to stir up. uh, But he gets out there and says, I'm going to be arrested. Notice he did not say indicted. He said arrested. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the logical outgrowth of an indictment. But the point is, he used that word on purpose. What did it do to the news cycle? It just absolutely blew up. And everybody's head is exploding to the point that now we're all being irrational about it. Case in Mm -hmm. point. The grand jury had, as a matter of practice, been meeting Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays when there was material to come before it. So they thought they might meet today. They canceled it. Mm-hmm. And everybody is looking, oh, my gosh, that must mean that there's a split in the district attorney's office, or witnesses are flipping, or or they just didn't meet today, people. Get a grip. <laughs> Honest I, to goodness, get a grip.
0: Well, no, And I saw that, too, and I just, you know, it, it's there. They got... You know, Trump does what he, he he he's it's a it's a soccer ball for for eight year olds a soccer game for eight year olds where it's basically yeah. the ball goes over here and all the the news media follows the ball and it that's all that's all they're doing. But I have a different thought process on what exactly right. has happened here. Sure. Last week, a buried story was that Trump got scolded because what his you know in in his he's a he's a master of delaying these court cases. He has he has been a master of delaying them. Mm-hmm. One court got wind that they had basically set up agreed to court dates his own lawyers had on the mm. same day in different trials in different cities and basically then tried to come back with the excuses like, well, now we can't because this court we're scheduled to be in court in this day as at the same time they were in that other courtroom arguing, well, we can't do it now because we have this court date in the other time. So they used each their own schedule timelines to basically yeah. try to push it down. They got caught on it. The, the the Both judges basically said, no, this is – you got to be here. This is the case. Mm-hmm. And people are starting to get – his his delay tactics are starting to fail. I think he said this on Saturday because he thought there was going to be some sort of Trump army marching down the street like an Eminem video. And, and, and when that didn't happen, then he basically got this one lawyer to come on out that said he's going to destroy – uh, the, all the evidence they have against me, they basically—you don't get to go in there and do speeches into a grand jury. They ask you very pointed questions. You have to answer the very yeah. pointed questions. And a lot of, of people think that they've—you know—Trump might have even jeopardized himself more with that. That, that now basically, and now comes the, this question of 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 he, he's trying to appeal that basically on these other things. I think what you're seeing is it's he's frantically trying to find ways to stall. He's he, this whole thing about the, this, I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday, I think was about basically trying to scare the Manhattan DA into basically, well, look at this. There's this massive mob of people outside. There wasn't. So that didn't work. And I think so right now what we're looking at is he is very good at figuring out ways to try to delay, delay things. The, the The judges, the courts, they're catching on to this. And so he's frantically trying to find ways for last-minute appeals you know, stuff like this. And, and I think that that's what the whole thing is, is he's just basically trying to find a way to delay this as long as he possibly can.
1: I don't know that he intended to derail the Manhattan situation. I I've come to think it was something else. And namely somehow he either knew or figured out, I'm not suggesting he had any intelligence on the topic, but (laughs) perhaps because it's, it's, it's supposed to be a closed proceeding. Yeah. Right. Um, I was using intelligence in terms of intel. You snickered and went the whole other direction, but that's fine. I'm naughty. Yeah, you are. Aren't <laughs> you? What, what I think he was trying to do was to steal the thunder of the prosecutor. In other words, what usually happens? Okay, grand jury, hands down an indictment. So prosecutor Matt McNeil presents evidence to a grand jury. Typically, the person being investigated is, quote, as was here, invited to participate. They never do, right, because it would tip off too much of the defense. So as the prosecutor, you, Matt McNeil, present just enough evidence to a grand jury to get a charge to be filed, an indictment. Not enough for a conviction. You're not showing all your cards just enough to get the indictment. So the grand jury hands it to the judge. The judge says, look, here's a shiny piece of paper, and I'll put my signature on it. And then the prosecutor does what? Usually a massive news conference, and they make a big deal about the indictment. By Trump doing this, he has stolen Alvin Bragg's thunder. Hmm. And it's, you know, I mean, Bragg probably bought a new suit for the occasion, and now nobody's going to pay any well, attention. Now, this does, not, this does not suggest that there may have been other reasons. I mean, clearly. However, he got the focus on him he got to call the shot about when this would be – so now it's almost anticlimactic if he gets well,
0: indicted. OK, here's the problem with it. I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong. And yeah. as a matter of fact, I actually think you might be absolutely 100 percent right because that's mm-hmm. how Trump thinks. But it's incredibly short-sighted because even if you have this moment, you've taken away the moment of the DA to basically go out there and and we've, we're filing charges. Right. The, 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 the grand enchilada is Trump walking in. Getting fingerprinted, getting mugshot. I mean, my God, can you imagine how much money people would pay to see Trump getting fingerprinted? I mean, it just it would. And so, it, yeah, sure. You might have taken the little window out of the front sale, but the big you know, sale is about to get a big blast. And so except, y- y- yeah, except go
1: ahead. for the fact that you're right. I mean, you're going to change the logo for the show. Instead of the gorilla, you're going to have Trump holding a number. Gorilla? Right?
0: It's a Bigfoot, for goodness sakes. Okay. Well, whatever it is. I think
1: gorilla, Bigfoot. I, it's a small image on my screen. I'm old. I can't tell what it is. But, you know, you're going to make it your, your wallpaper on your phone.
0: My Christmas card, we, man.
1: Everything. Yes. Next year, instead of the family, it's going to be Trump holding a number under it. you. Have Happy holidays. Be, you have wanted him to be led out of the White House in cuffs for the four uh. years. And OK, so so I think to to some degree, if he gets out there and says, oh, they're going to arrest me. Now the seed's been planted about a perp walk, about uh, the, the mugshot and all the rest of this to where if Bragg had been able to do it in a news conference, there wouldn't have been the time to soften the blow a little bit. I mean, it's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. Or as it might be said, huge. If you've got the former president of the United States holding a a number that says NYPD or whatever it would say, that is still going to be huge. I'm just wondering if maybe he was, you know, this is still part of the desanitizing. You're right. It's going to be huge when it shows up. You know, I mean, your Twitter handle's gonna be changed. I mean, your images, all of this. Oh my goodness. Well, but let's also
0: look at another thing, too. Sure. He's fighting in every direction at this point. I mean, and you, you and I have talked about the walls closing in on him. They are now to the point where they are really closing in. You've got the uh, the the rape case that's basically it's going to trial here, and 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 that does not look good for him. You've got the the Manhattan DA case going on. You have the Georgia case going on. You've got he 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 filed today an emergency appeal to try to prevent his lawyer from testifying in the classified documents case. You've got a special prosecutor right now who. Every and and once again, it is leaks, and you got to take those at a grain of salt. But yeah. it seems like they're taking this very seriously in regards to the classified documents. The walls are closing in, and I think what you're seeing is a man who has never ever been put into place, getting put into place, and he does not like it. And so the flailing, the all caps, you know, you know, you know, posts on social media. All yeah. this stuff, this is just basically him flailing because the walls are indeed closing in now.
1: The only response I would have is, we have fought that before, and nothing has really happened in terms of consequences. I understand. FBI raid, that sounds like consequences, but the point is, what has happened to alter his life or his lifestyle to this point? Mm-hmm. I'm not disputing that this might be the tipping point. All I'm saying is, I'm not getting all excited about this is the thing until I actually see the thing because how many things have we talked about?
0: Well, and, and I mean, it's, it's, and so it's this is, been so many. So let's, let's actually let's – let's, uh, let's put some odds on this stuff. If I was to say – I mean I honestly do think – I think the Georgia thing actually will go away. I just think that there's so much pressure from the Republicans in Georgia to make it go away that mm-hmm. I, I just – I can't – I mean I know they're taking it seriously. I just – that one I don't have any faith in. I think the stormy Daniels thing's going to go through, but i don 't know how really harsh of a penalty are we looking at here uh the, mm-hmm. the the Trump foundation stuff once again that's been they 've been tap dancing that one for a while. I would mm-hmm. say I mean if there's really two things that he's he 's scared of it 's that one it's the and i can 't remember the woman 's name that's you know she 's going to court now for rape uh, right. his, the rape of him that one actually is trouble for him because that's mm-hmm. that starts here in May, and he can 't get out of it anymore he 's got to go to that trial. And then yeah. as well the special prosecution on the cl- the classified documents because once again he seems to be at least taking it very seriously from his point of view. I agree with you. I think a lot of this stuff is 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 you know whether it, whether it's going to come to fruition or not. I think we've been waiting for so long it still has, and I think people are just trying to wait out the clock. If you want to know the truth, in yeah. of those five things, those five cases, which one do you think has the the most damage potential for Trump?
1: The sexual assault case. Yeah. There's no question. Again, it's not a criminal case because of statute of limitations. But it's one thing – I want to phrase this very carefully because I don't want anyone to think I'm endorsing certain behavior. It is one thing to pay off an adult film actress with whom you had an affair or a a rendezvous while your wife was pregnant uh, at a golf club during a golf tournament. It's one thing to pay that person a sum of money to not file a lawsuit against you. It's horrible behavior, but it's, it's a cash payment between, in essence, consenting adults who consented to bad things. That's over here. Forced sexual assault? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, come on. There's a line for people, all right? Mm-hmm. And what I have found just in this past week is that there is a greater number of people who are looking for the opportunity to say, I'm done with Trump. Cal Thomas, the well-known national columnist, commentator, very conservative, very faith-based. In his uh, column and his radio piece yesterday, he called for Trump to get out of the race and worry about his legal issues and his family. So when someone with those kind of credentials says, I've had enough. And and to be fair, he was never a big fan. He kind of went along because that's what you do. I wonder, Matt, how many people in the conservative movement are going to publicly say, as DeSantis continues to move along and not lose steam. And frankly, I I wouldn't buy DeSantis at this point. I I, I think he's peaked right now. I don't know that he has the staying power as a candidate. But at the moment, he's holding his own. I think you may see a few other people break with Trump, and this is the excuse they're looking for, Mm -hmm. something like this payoff, something like an indictment. And by the way, even if it is an indictment for a felony, and, and I've heard all sorts of arguments about what a weak case it is, et cetera, an indictment followed by a conviction is not good even if it might be turned overturned on appeal. But you can be a convicted felon and run for president. You can serve as president as a convicted felon. Apparently nobody's told Nixon because he got out of town quickly. But the point is that you just have to have been born here. You have to have been mm-hmm. living here for a certain number of years. You got to be whatever, 35 years old. You can be a felon and be president. So the conviction does not take him out of the race automatically But again, at what point do some of these big names start breaking in favor of someone else?
0: You know, that is an interesting element of it, too, because I I think that true that it is. And, and clearly, he doesn't have the draw appeal that he's had. We've seen this not just in these two, the, the appeal down in, in Palm Beach as well as also in, in Manhattan, but his rallies, they've all of a sudden gone from these large venues to smaller venues, closed doors, kind of one of those things. I mean, it, it is clear that he's not resonating as much, but still, I, I think that his base is there. I, I agree. Great, I, I, I,
1: now, Let me tell you something about the, to your last point, when he was in Davenport, Iowa, He did not hold an outdoor rally, and not just because it was March in Iowa in the Midwest. He had an indoor event. He did not have people on the stage behind him. The idea was to present a more restrained (laughs) or more dignified, quote-unquote. I mean, it wasn't the, the same Trump, the carnival barker. This was a very deliberate tactic. But what I'm looking to see is how is it going to be in Waco, Texas? Because isn't that where he's going to have the first big outdoor rally? Yep. So to prove your point, what I'm saying is right now, I, I don't agree with the point because I'm not sure we've been to the point of comparing apples to apples. We will very soon in Waco. And if Waco, Texas does not show up as folks had in the past, then your point is spot on.
0: We'll have to see on that. Let's take a break. Come on back. Talk more about DeSantis here because I think he's trying to walk the path. As good as he can. I think he's doing better than a lot of people did back in 2016, frankly. But I I agree with you. I don't know how long he can hold out on this. Jeff Stein joining us for his usual Wednesday visit, 952 946 6205. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. It's the McGilla Gorilla Hour here, Matt McNeil Show. Jeff Stein joining us for his usual Wednesday visit. 952 Nine five two nine four six six two zero five nine five two. That's what it
1: looked like, by the way. As I'm sitting here looking at your your your, is this Facebook Live? Whatever you're on, yeah, yeah. whatever this is. Okay, uh, you know I don't know if you're on. Roku you and I are radio
0: people. It's like it's some
1: sort of Roku to something this like is. this. Yeah. 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 So I see this this man get up from his chair. Make his way to the camera and hold an image in front. It's like, it was terrifying. What, Not me or right. the image? Exactly. Well,
0: yeah, okay. I'm, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> it, is, it is quite literally live action McGillagrilla here. So uh, <laughs> I have no problem saying that. Uh, okay, so let me, DeSantis, speaking of uh, McGillagrilla yeah. here, uh, thank you very much. Um, you DeSantis, okay. It's not a bad idea what he did. He goes on Piers Morgan, you know. Mm-hmm. So got, you got got a show that appeals to conservatives. He goes on out there. He takes this kind of, you know, kind of jovial tone. Oh, yeah, I like this the insult there, but he, he does come out swinging a little bit. This is not something we've seen since 2016, and right. even in 2016, and the, the the Republican candidates were horrible at it. You know you know he's at least trying to feel out how can I land a punch And to a point, maybe part of the reason why Trump is lashing out so much is he is scared of DeSantis.
1: Well, sure, he is because the 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 public perception, and I'm not saying it's realistic, but the public perception is that DeSantis is Trump policies, but without the Trump negativity, and I don't know that that's the case in point of fact. But, you know, for the people who said, we don't like mean tweets, we don't like lawsuits, we don't like his uh, making fun of people. Well, here's a younger version, is the theory. Sure, if you're DeSantis and you say, well, I don't know, I kind of like the phrase, the sanctimonious, I don't know how to spell it, <laughs> you know. The, the folks in 2016, you see, didn't know how to deal with Trump, right? I mean, you're Ted Cruz and the guy calls you Lion Ted Cruz. You don't know what to do. You've never dealt with anything like this. Little Marco Rubio, etc., cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, Low energy Jeb Bush. I don't even remember all of them. But DeSantis has seen that, right? So he can go to school on it. And he's a different personality than those other individuals were. The question is, can he stand on his own merits? Yes, he would have to go toe-to-toe with Trump. But the question is, you know, just absent Trump, is he the kind of person who's going to catch fire on this thing? And and yes, he's held up so far. But you know you're on Fox Nation streaming service with Piers Morgan. Well, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, and you,
0: and you and I have talked about can you if, uh, can a guy from Florida win statewide? Because you and I have said that this is not a state where people look up to it, it or even really kind of pan. You know, it's kind of the butt of all the jokes. So I don't know if that's going to work. So let's okay. Besides DeSantis and the rest of the announced candidates aren't going nowhere. Okay, let's just be right. let's let's just be honest. Right. None of them are right. going to go anywhere. Right. Who's out there? I mean, who who could come in as the Republicans? Great white hope to save their, their, their you know, save them from another Trump run.
1: Uh, there's nobody. I mean, there's really nobody because you've got a group of people who are all at the same level. The Tim Scotts and Christie Gnomes and um, not Mike Pence. I don't either. No snowball chance there. Pompeo. Yeah. I mean, there there are people who are all at a certain level. But they don't have the, quote, star power of DeSantis, and they don't – and and again, I don't think that's going to last, but he, he, the media has lifted him up to be the, the uh, a two-man race with Trump. I don't think there's anybody that just jumps in. It's sort of a middling field, any of whom who could do very well and could govern effectively and all of that, but there's, there's no it person there's no hot person well
0: it it rhymes with it mitt i if mitt romney ran the question here is this oh god no well but here's the thing is you'd have to get trump to not attack him and because the far right will turn on him in a heartbeat and i think that that's the problem is trump will basically torpedo anyone that's not trump and i think that that's the republicans big problem for next year uh jeff stein will post the iowa politics report later thanks jeff hour number two that's coming up next